What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Welcome back, everybody, to After Hour Tea. Apologies on the delay on getting this up. I know I usually have this posted on Friday morning, but I have been super, super lazy, um, to be quite honest. Um, But I'm back, and I'm here to share all the hot tea and gossip for you guys this week. So with that being said, I'm going to start off today with Atlanta. Um, There's not much going on in Atlanta still. Um, I mean, it is still airing. However, the reunion was filmed, I believe, last week or the week before. I uh, posted the reunion looks on my Instagram. Um, But I also have an interview that Candy did with Hollywood Life, uh, where she teases what we're going to expect from the upcoming 13th season uh, reunion. Uh, she shares that the drama between her co-stars Kenya and Portia continues between the two after filming Wrapped, um, and the drama between the two stems from Strippergate drama that went down at the Bachelorette party, which we are all familiar with at this point. Um, here's what Candy had to say. She said, Kenya, Portia obviously had a lot to say to each other, Um, The ladies just had an opportunity to go in on each other about some of the things that was being um, said during the time of the actual season. Uh, So while the two tolerated each other at the beginning of the season um, with some fun shade and digs, um, things between Kenya and Portia obviously took a turn for the worst after Kenya accused Portia of allegedly sleeping with Bolo the Stripper. Uh, So Candy teases that the bachelorette party will be a major topic of drama for the upcoming reunion. Uh, She said, there were definitely some conversations had at the reunion, of course. You know that they got everything off their chest. Let's just say that. Uh, She also shared that newbie Drew Sidora had a lot to say at the reunion. She said, Drew had a lot to say. There were people that did get called out about a couple things. Some people owned up to some things and some people didn't. Um, She also shared that viewers can can still expect a whole lot of drama for the remainder of the season. She said, clearly there's a lot you guys have seen. Uh, We're going to see Big Frida in New Orleans, which we've already seen, uh, and that dinner and all that. That's going to be crazy. Then there's this whole situation um, for the finale that's going to be crazy. Um, There's a whole lot of drama between, let's just say, that the drama between Drew and LaToya is going to get next level. Things with us just bubbles and bubbles and bubbles, and it becomes such a mess. It got out of hand. It really did. I have to say, the drama um, this year, in my opinion, is a little anticlimactic. I mean... The, the season trailer and just everything leading up to Strippergate was, like, kind of, you know, eh. And then we got to Strippergate, and I was just like, that's it? Like, we didn't really see that much. I don't know. So Atlanta's been kind of slow this season. I don't know if... um I mean, I, I, I was... I, I personally... I don't know why I'm stuttering so much, but I think that we're going to see another major cast shakeup next season, whether it be getting rid of one of the OGs um, or... I, I don't know. I just... I feel something coming with Atlanta. I don't know because the viewers have, I'm sorry, the ratings have been down this season, uh, which is definitely odd for Atlanta because it's usually one of the top rated um, uh, or top top watched um, franchises across the whole board. So um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard much from y'all lately with Atlanta. I know everybody's anticipating returns for New York and Beverly Hills. So uh, with that being said, let's uh, put a pin in it with Atlanta. <laughs> Uh, So moving on from Atlanta, I'm going to be moving on to Beverly Hills. Um, I have just a few things to talk about with you guys. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that Brandy Glanville (laughs) is um, 
or like this is Beverly Hills tea, but I, she has um, been in a couple interviews lately. I'm not exactly sure why, but um, <laughs> I don't know. She just had some interesting things to say in some of these interviews, and I figured I'd show or share that with you guys. Um, so, um, sorry, I'm trying to find the first. Here we go. So um, she was on a recent appearance on Australia's The Morning Show. Um, where she revealed where she currently stands with Denise Richards. I actually thought this was kind of interesting after she alleged that they did have an affair. Uh, So she said, no, I mean, we've touched in the past. Um, Kidding. (laughs) She and I have not spoken since. We haven't seen each other since I told the ladies. So not on the show, not at the reunion, not in person. I've reached out to her just over email saying we need to like sit and talk, you know. Um, But I have not heard from her or seen her since I had that since I had said that in, since I had said that in Kyle Richards' house that night. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, that's, that's the update. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't really expect them to be best of friends after the insane season that they really had. Um, so in another interview, I believe this was also on the thing. No, this was actually a separate interview that she did. Um, on a recent appearance of Anne Heche and Heather Duffy's, um, podcast, Better Together. Um, she shared an update on her current relationship with her ex-husband, Eddie, um, and his wife, Leanne Rimes. Um, so she said she is now in a much better place with the couple after years of feuding. She said it took me 10 years to be in the position where I can go have Christmas dinner with them and not be a super see you next Tuesday and want to murder everyone. Literally a decade of fighting. I couldn't just put it aside. I wasted a decade of my life is what she said. Um, later in the episode of the podcast, she recalled her bestie, um, <laughs> uh, Real Housewives of New York City, Alan Kristen Takeman, if you guys remember her, T- Takeman, Take Takeman, I don't know, uh, convinced her to bring Ramona along for a dinner in LA. Uh, she said, I had two of my girlfriends with me. One of them is a big producer, but who cares? You don't treat people poorly. Um, she claims that Ramona was not only rude to her friends, but also to their waiter. Uh, she said, this woman came in. She was so rude to my two friends who were literally... Um, who literally owned fucking Hollywood and the waiter. I was mortified. Um, we went to Soho House because she'd never been there, and we literally pretended to leave in a cab and went back after she left. She was the worst human being I've ever met in my life. Um, she continued slamming Ramona and other New York castmates as a middle-aged menopausal gang. Uh, so in addition to that, she also threw shade at Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kenya Moore. Uh, who she previously competed alongside on The Celebrity Apprentice, which I did not know. She said, she is the devil, the devil. I had my fist, I had my first panic attack from her. <laughs> um, I could see that. I could also see how Ramona is barely, I think Ramona is so like old school. And um, I don't know, it's crazy to me that she's still on New York. I, she just doesn't really have like that much going on. And I, I know she's a lot, but yeah, she just, I don't know. She doesn't really have a lot going on. So I just... It's kind of like one of those things like with Vicky, like why they decided to kind of remove her from Orange County. It's like there's not much going on in Vicky's life, so it's not really... Um, and she also just didn't really fit in with the group anymore. I don't really feel like Ramona... I mean, the whole New York vibe, I think they need to do kind of a revamp in New York, in my opinion. But that's a story for a different day. Uh, well, moving on from Brandy, hopefully for forever, because uh, I <laughs> just am sick of talking about her on here. Um Erica Girardi, um, I have an update with the Girardi divorce. Um, so she is demanding she receives a cut from the sale of the $16 million mansion she once shared with her estranged husband, Tom, um, amid divorce and legal issues. So um, according to some court documents that were obtained by Radar Online, how ironic, um, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Erica's lawyer is asking the federal judge presiding over the involuntary bankruptcy filed against um, Tom. Um, the um, Sorry, I'm trying to find my notes here. Um, Erica says that the trustee in charge of her soon-to-be ex-husband's bankruptcy is in the process of putting the Pasadena home she shared with um, Tom up for sale. The trustee is set to kick out Tom and sell the home to the highest bidder. Um, the money from the sale will be used to pay off his many creditors. Um, in newly filed court documents, Erica objects to the trustee's sale because it doesn't put any money aside for her. Um, Erica argues California law allows her to stake a claim in the real property because she's going still going through the divorce. She wants the bankruptcy she wants the bankruptcy court to only allow the sale if the deal provides for the preservation of Erica's rights and to exempt property and its proceeds. Uh, so the judge has yet to rule. Um, and then also in the court documents that were received, Tom's financial state was revealed when a summary of his assets and liabilities was filed in the bankruptcy. Uh, the filing states that uh, Tom has over $74 million in assets with $56 million in liabilities. Uh, his current monthly income is only $2,958. His biggest assets include the $16.5 million Pasadena mansion, uh, also a $1.1 million mansion in La Quinta, um, along with a 2020 Range Rover and a 2019 Aston Martin. Uh, the value of the clothes in his closet and his jewelry collection has yet to be determined, uh, but his bank, are, uh, he has over $5 million sitting in a city national bank account, um, is what's reported. Just so much money. Um, the largest liability is listed as a $51 million loan owed to his law firm, um, Erica is listed as a co-debtor in the documents. Uh, she appears to have been listed on financial documents relating to bills for American Express, City, uh, City National Bank, various law firms, um, and also their Wilshire Country Club membership. Um, so last month, the State Bar of California filed an objection requesting that an independent expert examines Tom's ongoing health issues amid his divorce from Erica and then uh, temporary conserva conservatorship. Um, so also... Um, in those court documents that were obtained on Monday, March 15th. Um, attorneys representing the bar believe that Tom's um, uh, brother's petition was filed under highly unusual circumstances. Um, in February, if you guys recall, Tom's brother, uh, Robert Girardi, was named temporary conservator of Tom's estate and personal matters following an undisclosed medical emergency. Um, so that's pretty much... Yeah, that's pretty much the update there. I mean, it's basically, I mean, in hindsight, uh, the, the sale of their home is being auctioned off, basically, and Erica wants a cut of that because she's claiming that she's still going through the divorce and she needs the money for the fees, whatever. So that's the update with that. I don't really feel like you need a comment from me. That's just um, <laughs> the update. Okay, so moving on from that, um, some interesting information, if you didn't already know from my Instagram um, according to Hollywood Life, uh, Sutton Strack, um, I think that's how you say her last name, uh, will be returning to the Beverly Hills Housewives, obviously, for season 11, but some of these sources are, are, are claiming that she will be a full-time cast member, um, and she won't be a friend this time around. So, um, if you recall, Sutton was originally set to appear as a main cast member last season, but she ended up being demoted to a friend of due to the fact that she didn't film enough of her personal life. Um, in April 2020, Sutton told Us Weekly that being a mother of three teenagers was one of the parts that prohibited her from filming as much as she would have liked for season 10. Uh, she also noted how she would love to be a Diamond Carrying member in the future. 
I think we know that now because we've heard that. Um, I think we've I think I've talked about this a couple of weeks ago and how she's feuding basically with a lot of the ladies and um, it's because she's viewing uh, or trying to get more um, filming time. Uh, so a quote from Sutton says, I mean, I think I was full time. Uh, we filmed a lot, but there was a chunk of my life that was missing. So hopefully next season we can see that. That's what she had said last year. Um, apparently Sutton will be feuding a lot of uh, with a, a lot of the ladies in the upcoming season, in particular with Erica. Um, and this is a quote from the source. I'm so, I'm doing like quotes around the source. Um, they said this season of Beverly Hills will heavily revolve around Erica. Her divorce will be heavily covered and it will be the main drama of the entire season. She's not holding anything back. Whatever she can legally say, she's saying it. Um, I believe I said this a couple weeks ago, but I'm just going to reiterate it. Um, you'll see Erica crying and getting very emotional. Definitely everyone but Sutton has been supporting her, but Sutton has been causing drama for everyone, so it's not surprising she's doing the same to Erica. It's going to be all season that this goes on. The season is all about Erica. Uh, Sutton's causing a lot of the drama with the women this season because she really wants airtime. She's not getting along with anyone, and it seems to be strictly for the cameras. Uh, the season will be all about Erica and the drama Sutton is causing because everyone else is getting along perfectly. Um, so yeah, with that being said, um, the update is Sutton will be holding a diamond, so... I guess we will see her as a full-time cast member for the next season. So moving on from that, I'm going to give you guys some... Um, this is going to be like a crossover um, crossover news over into the Real Housewives All-Stars um, series. Uh, if you haven't heard about this, I'm going to talk about it in a little bit, but I just want to share because we're on the topic of Beverly Hills. Um, I did have an interview that um, Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump, LVP, um, did with um, Access Hollywood. Sorry, I was trying to find it. Um, where she admits that she has no plans on appearing in the upcoming Real Housewives All-Star series, despite being a fan favorite amongst viewers. She said, I am not a housewife anymore, and I wasn't that good. I left halfway through the show. No, the answer would be no, 1,000%. Um, she also added that she doesn't believe she could handle the drama from the other women of the franchise. Uh, she also states that she has a lot on her plate with the reopening of her L.A. restaurants, as well as her new shows, Observe with Lisa Vanderpump on E! and the ABC Dog Grooming Competition series, Pooch Perfect. Uh, she said, I don't think I'm ready for that, and besides, I've got three shows and Vanderpump Rules is probably going to get going. Three shows has been enough. Um, so here's some context for you guys if you didn't already know, and you're probably wondering, what is this Real Housewives All-Star series? So... Um, last month, Page Six reported that um, the Real Housewives of New York City star um, Luann has been cast in the upcoming Peacock limited series, Real Housewives All-Stars. Um, the series is set to begin shooting in Turks and Caicos in April. Um, I believe it's shooting next week or the week after. Um, insiders share that more than one cast member from each city could be invited. Um, so I'm, I've heard that Teresa and Melissa from New Jersey have both been invited for the All-Stars series. So um, that's another... Um, scoop that I heard. Um, so uh, the news comes after People reported that a Real Housewives All-Star series is in development at NBC Universal streaming service Peacock. Um, sources shared earlier this month that Bravo has been toying with the idea of a Real Housewives All-Star spinoff for quite some time. Uh, with talk ramping up when Peacock entered the mix, some women were contacted in late 2019, early 2020 to test the temperature on the idea, which would see cast members potentially both past and present from various cities to take a trip together. Um, this, and a, a source from uh, a source told Entertainment Tonight, uh, the trips were always the most memorable part of any season of Housewives, so it makes total sense they'd want to do this. 
if the women want to do it as another if the women want to do it is another question. Uh, sources also told the outlet that the original idea was to turn a week or weeks long getaway into a limited series, which could be repeated with new women in new locations if successful. Uh, so production on the potential show might look a lot like the fifth season of Bravo's Summer House. If you guys watch that show, I personally don't. Um, which shot for six weeks straight with cameras on the cast 24-7 under strict COVID-19 protocols. Bravo is replicating that that format with Winter House, a spinoff set to go into production in the coming weeks, which will feature cast members from both Summer House and Southern Charm. Um, and then um, trying to find my other notes here. So um, actually, the Jasmine brand was the first to report the news about the new limited series while it's not clear who will take part in that series? The outlet reports that 8 to 10 ladies will go on a trip and stay in a home together at a tropical location. Um, so obviously now we know that it's Turks and Caicos. Uh, meanwhile, casting details about the upcoming series has been revealed courtesy via The Blast. Uh, reporter Anthony Dominic on Twitter is sharing more details about the spinoff. Uh, and sources reveal to Dominic that producers are reportedly looking at adding Cynthia Bailey, Kenya Moore uh, from Atlanta, Kyle Richards, Lisa Renna from Beverly Hills, uh, Melissa Gorga uh, from New Jersey, um, as well as Teresa, and then Ramona and Sonia from New York. Um, he tweeted, I'm told the Housewife spinoff will likely film for one week in April. The location will be Mexico or somewhere tropical. Potomac not expected due to filming overlap. Names I've heard being discussed are the Cynthia, Melissa, Kenya, Kyle, Rina, Ramona, Sonia, Teresa, but not final. Um, and then he also added, they roughly want 10 women. Some housewives are upset because they want Bravo to take their time and let women out of filming their franchise seasons to film this show if they are a star. But as of now, Bravo isn't letting them. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously Potomac, Salt Lake City, um, they're filming. So I don't, yeah, that wouldn't really work. Um, but New York, Atlanta, New Jersey, and Beverly Hills... They've all stopped filming. Um, also, I don't think anybody from Orange County will be joining. So, um, anyways, that is the update on the Real Housewives, Real Housewives All Stars uh, spinoff. If you didn't already know. So, moving on from that and moving over to um, New Jersey, I have an interview that Dolores did uh, with Page Six, uh, where she says that Bravo viewers will finally understand the fi the family dynamic with her ex husband Frank and current boyfriend, um, David, this season on New Jersey. Uh, she said, if you're a friend of mine or if I'm dating you, if you're my boyfriend, you don't really have me, but you have a whole lot of family behind me um, of really good people. That's why I'm very picky with who I let in my life. Not everybody deserves it. Uh, okay. Uh, Dolores then gets candid about her relationship with Frank Sr., who has been divorced for roughly uh, two decades, but they remain close friends and often spend time together without their kids, as seen on New Jersey. Uh, she shared that it didn't take long for her and Frank to get in a good place after their split all those years ago. She said, there wasn't a lot of time to play games when you have two children involved who can get hurt by their parents fighting. After my divorce, I decided I was going to make the best of whatever family I had. So I put a lot of things, my frustration, my resentment, that would happen with any kind of infidelity in a relationship aside. Um, I made myself be the bigger person, which I, to this day, am very proud of, and it worked out the best for everybody. Uh, Dolores and her boyfriend David were first linked in 2017 and made their red carpet debut together in 2019. Since then, Frank and David have gotten close, and David even cared for Frank after he needed surgery. Dolores' son Frankie also lived with uh, David while studying for his exams amid the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Um, it was always like this. Uh, it took a while for David to get used to the fast pace of my life and the people in and out of my house that took him a little getting used to, but like anything else, it's all positive. It's good energy. I'm sorry. I just, I've like, so I just feel like the dynamic between her and David, um, and Frank is just completely bizarre. I will never get used to it. I love, uh, Frank senior, not crazy about David, to be honest, but, I mean, at the end of the day, she seems to be pretty much happy, so we just, we gotta let it go. <laughs> okay, so moving on from that, uh, following Wednesday night's episode of New Jersey, um, <laughs> so Jennifer and Margaret took their feud on Twitter, uh, where the two got into a shady fight, and I have all of their tweets for you below, since, um, nobody is pretty, I don't know who's on Twitter now, but I have all the tweets for you. Um, so it started off with Jennifer tweeting, the story is right. Joe said it at boys' night. The proof is in the pudding. Or rather, the footage. Hashtag roll footage. Hashtag someone salty. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Margaret tweeted, I always apologize to the injured party, whether it be a man, woman, child, or dog. <laughs> um, and then when a user asked Marge if she has apologized to Jennifer over her mail order bride comment uh, she made about her brother and his wife, um, <laughs> Margaret replied, yes, I did. I apologized because I heard her. Mail order brides are from many cultures. It is not culture, culture specific. An entire popular TV show is built upon the premise 90 Day Fiance. Um, okay. Then Jennifer responded saying, I got yelled at for no reason. I didn't bring it up. I wasn't the origin of the comment. So I'll say it again. Hashtag real footage. Hashtag someone's reaching. Um, Margaret replied back with, it wasn't for no reason. You got in the middle of a conversation you don't belong in. Uh, Jennifer then <laughs> slammed the double standards in the group after many cast members called her out for throwing stuff in past seasons. Uh, she tweeted, it's such a double standard. I find it amusing. The hypocrisy is rampant. Um, Margaret went on to defend her husband, Joe, by slamming Jennifer's husband, Bill, for telling her what was said during boys night. Um, she said, if you plan on breaking guy code, at least get the story right. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I think the story was right. I mean, you all saw the same footage I did, so I don't, I don't really know why they're fighting about that. I don't really know why Marge got so defensive. I was kind of trying to save my opinion for my New Jersey reaction, but I honestly don't know why Marge got so defensive when her husband literally sat there on camera and said that he had heard the rumor. Anyways, uh continuing where we left off. Uh, Jennifer defends her reasons for telling Teresa that Margaret's husband claimed during boys' night that he also heard of the cheating rumor about Jackie's husband, Evan. Uh, Jen wrote, I told my friend something that was relevant to our group. How dare me? Question mark. <laughs> um, Jennifer then defends herself after Marge slammed her for being a stay-at-home mom. She tweeted, five, preg five pregnancies within 10 years, the last of which I was on bed rest. A meal is the least he can do. I, I do have to say I was a little bit more on Jen's side with that because she has a lot of kids and yeah, five pregnancies within 10 years is that's a lot. I just have to say, uh, meanwhile, Margaret continued to slam Jen by saying, not only does she beat a dead horse, she drags it for 10 miles and has it for breakfast the next morning. <laughs> uh, she continued by saying, if you don't want my opinion on your marriage, don't give me your opinion on mine. Okay. Uh, Jennifer also reacted to that by saying, uh, concubine, you're going to pull a muscle with all that reaching. <laughs> you guys have gotten to know me and Bill. I think you all know who wears the pants in this relationship. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, Marge then accuses Jennifer of victim shaming her by saying, victim shaming is an all-time low. I shared a vulnerable moment that was very painful. Uh, I did, yeah, I I did feel bad for her when when Jen did that. Uh, Then Jen responded by saying, you're at the top. You must have have some short people around you and you slept with everyone else. Uh, Hashtag two can live tweet. You're not drunk, but you're sloppy. At least I had an excuse. Uh, Marge then responded with, at least I'm at the top. You only slept your way to Paramus. <laughs> and then Jennifer clapped back saying, and you're slutty and everyone knows it. Don't start none, won't be none. Uh, she continued by saying, and this tweet is not even about her boss. It's about all her other sex stories she tells. Don't act like this is the first you've ever heard. Enough already. We get it. Plus she started. <laughs> um, sorry, I was laughing so hard when they were tweeting this. Um, then Margaret said... Um, <laughs> This is what um, this is what a victim shaming looks like, and women stay silent. We can all say nasty things about the episode, but this is an all-time low, especially with this current climate. At Bravo TV, I am ashamed. To which Jennifer responded by saying, "Don't try and spin it. This tweet wasn't even about your boss. It's all it's about all the other men you've boasted about sleeping with, and you call me embarrassing." Hashtag poor Joe. Hashtag all-time low. Hashtag takes one to know one. Hashtag concubine. Uh, and then she continued by saying, so she can say I slept my way to Paramus, but I can't call her slutty. (laughs) And then it ended there. So whose side are you on? Team Jennifer or Team Margaret? I am, I'm indifferent. (laughs) I thought it was hilarious. So moving on from that, um, Teresa's ex-husband, Joe Judice, um, did a recent uh, interview with Us Weekly, uh, firing back at Joe Gorga and Melissa Gorga after the couple slammed him on the latest episode of New Jersey. Um, he said, Joe has a lot of anger built in because he, because of his doing, he needs to be truthful with himself and America. Um, as for Melissa and Joe, they will never, sorry, they will never be us because they are fake. Uh, while, (laughs) while Gorga, um, said on, um, Sorry, I'm trying to read this. Okay, sorry. Um, while Gorga said on Wednesday's episode that he lost so much related to his family because of Joe, Juicy Joe claims otherwise. <laughs> um, he said the parents lost everything because Joe Gor- because of Joe Gorga. Teresa and I had to care for them throughout our marriage to help them. That is why we are we were close to her parents. Uh, she cared for her parents, but Joe never helped. Um, Teresa really did try to work it out for her parents, but Joe always. I have to I have to say Gorga because we you know this is Joe's interview but Joe Gorga always put down her family put down his family uh yeah Melissa and he have been riding our back for years um yeah so that's pretty much sorry I was trying to read my other notes here um that's pretty much the interview and then there was also a separate part um where he was talking about um here. I'm trying to find it. There we go. So, um, Teresa and Joe reunited in the Bahamas. Um, and Teresa actually introduced her ex-husband to her current boyfriend, Louis, um, saying, uh, you can all, and this is what Joe had to say. Uh, he said, you can all imagine how I felt when they walked in the room. It was awkward to see my ex after a lifetime together with someone else. Teresa and I decided to be honest and remain friends with one another for our girls. Parenting should always be about giving your children the best outcomes for every situation. I believe we deserve to all be happy and our children will thank us for it. I'm genuinely happy for for Teresa and Louis both and I wish them the best. Um, and that's it. So um, 
yeah, I think, I mean, obviously it's going to be awkward because they were together for so long, but um, I, th- I thought Joe was with somebody too for some reason. I don't really know. I just thought it was interesting for him to share that information, slamming uh, Joe and Melissa yet again. <laughs> So moving on um, from New Jersey and over to Salt Lake City, I'm going to conclude with Salt Lake City. I don't have any major um, updates on the whole Jen Shaw um, case, um, other than the fact that, um, according to Hollywood Life, um, the cast is completely in shock and stunned about um, Jen's legal scandal following her arrest, uh, and they reportedly had zero idea about her alleged telemarketing fraud scheme. Uh, so the source that I have um, that told that talked to Hollywood Life said the ladies on the Salt Lake cast had zero idea about Jen and were completely in shock. Uh, they still are stunned. When it came to her money and lifestyle, they believed everything that um, Jen ever said because she's such a confident and secure. Um, she's such a confident and secure woman. Um, but they also respected her privacy, and nobody ever pushed back on what she said, um, Andy included. Um, he straight up asked her at the reunion, and he believed her. Uh, the cast is being button-lipped right now over the situation. The source also notes that one in, uh, one involved with the show knew about it before as things are still going forward as planned. NBC Universal and Bravo had zero idea about any of this. Production is going forward as normal right now. Um, and the only other thing that I've heard so far is that, um, and this is good news, I guess, uh, Report everything is so reportedly... Or so supposedly the arrest was like sort of caught on camera, not like her being cuffed and shit, but um, just like the reactions and everything. So apparently Bravo, um, as well as Jen Shaw, um, they're going to try to use as much footage as they can. Um, and that's that's what I've heard so far. So anything that they can and legally use, they definitely will. Um, similar to when Teresa was um, uh, Teresa and Joe were indicted, you know, years back. It's, uh, I mean, it's probably not going to be, you're not going to see Jen Shaw in the court or, you know, in her fucking, um, you know, prison outfit or whatever, but you will see a lot of her walking out. Um, I watched an interview of her, or I'm not an interview, but I saw a press clip of her walking out of the court courthouse and uh, there were Bravo cameras there. So um, I'm sure they're going to be using as much as they physically can so that Jen can hopefully tell her side of the story of this. But um, yeah, that's the, that's the update. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of After Hour Tea. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Here is your flash filming update. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta is still airing on Sundays. The reunion has been filmed, and um, we're probably gearing up towards that soon. Um, Beverly Hills um, has wrapped filming, and we should be getting a trailer um, next week or the week following. I'm assuming we're getting a late May premiere. Uh, the, The... trailer was delayed but i will post it on my instagram as soon as it's released um dallas is still airing on sorry dallas is still airing on tuesdays and the reunion was filmed um quick tea on that carrie as well as brandy uh were did have to film their portions um of the reunion individually um and remotely due to them being tested positive for covid so everybody else was there they flew out to new york and filmed the reunion i believe cameron was there um, yeah, Cameron, Tiffany, um, Stephanie, and, uh, and Deandra were there. Um, but Carrie and Brandy had to sit out, um, and do it virtually just because they tested positive for COVID. Um, and then, sorry, moving on, um, New Jersey is still airing on Wednesdays and it's better than ever. Um, New York, uh, will be, will premiere May 4th. 
Um, OC, I have no updates for OC. They are still working on the reboot. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Real Housewives of Potomac is filming. Um, it's underway, and Salt Lake City is still filming. Um, and that's your Flash Filming update. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.